You are listening to the Way to Wellness Podcast with Casey Hayes. This is episode number five. Welcome to episode number five. I can hardly believe it has already been five episodes of the Way to Wellness podcast. And I'm so excited and I'm so thankful to those of you that have listened to it and have shared it and have commented and have given me such good feedback on the topics that I've covered so far. It's been really inspiring for me to Um, And it has helped me to plan out future topics. I've already got a list going in several places. So I need to compile that list. And um, I'm just going to keep on bringing you new topics every week. And I'm super excited about it. So if you have been listening to the Way to Wellness podcast and you have been enjoying it, um, now that we're at episode five, I would say it's an appropriate time to start asking for ratings. If you like it and you have enjoyed it, if you would, give me a rating in iTunes uh, so that other people can more easily find the podcast when they're looking for health and wellness tips in Apple iTunes. So thank you in advance for that. I really, really appreciate it. So today I'm just going to jump right into episode number five topic, which is discomfort. And hope that my software holds up because I got a message this morning uh, when I opened the application to go ahead and start recording this podcast. I was already ready and I was like, okay, let's go. And I clicked record and it's like, oh, your software may not operate correctly because of a recent update to your MacBook. So I was like, great. Well, let's just go with it. Um, We'll just figure it out, won't we? Sometimes you don't get to know the how. You just know what you need to do and you just figure it out. So that's what I'm going to do. So the first thing I want to talk about is what I mean when I say discomfort. Um, If you've been reading my blog at all, you may remember I've discussed discomfort before um, on a few different blogs, I'm sure. I know it's been a really popular topic, and I personally think it's something that can't be discussed too much because I'm constantly dealing dealing with it in my own life, and I'm sure other people are too. Um, And the reason for that is that Life in general causes discomfort, yes, but personal growth causes its own flavor of discomfort. Because stepping out of your known, like your comfort zone, into an unknown is uncomfortable. So, especially when I started my own freelance business, the health writing and health coaching business, um, this summer, um, which I can't believe it's already been since the summer that all of this has gone into motion and like so many awesome things have come of it. Um, Anytime you make a decision that big, all kinds of discomfort is going to come bubbling up inside you. And I feel like that's the point where a lot of people quit on that decision that led to the discomfort. Um, And I'm going to talk about that too. So the reason that you, you develop all the discomfort I've found is kind of twofold. And the first thing is because you show up differently. 
So the first reason a major decision can cause discomfort is that you show up differently when you make a decision. You took the first step in the process of creating a new reality. Yeah, I bet you didn't think about that when you decided, but that's what's going to happen because you're creating something that hasn't existed before. If it's a new decision, I mean, assume, yeah, I'm going to assume you've never decided this before. So decisions happen when you're faced with a choice between multiple options and you chose one over the others. So your reality moving forward is going to take form based on the choice that you made. And so you're naturally just going to show up differently as a human based on that decision. Which brings us to the second part, which is something even bigger and a little scarier. The second part of decisions leading to discomfort is a big one. The second reason decisions cause discomfort is that in order to create your new reality, dun dun dun, you're also creating a new identity. I know. What? Yes. Just let it sink in for a second. The old you created the old reality. So it 100% stands to reason that a new version of you is required to create this new reality. If you've decided to do something you've never done before, the only way to do it is by becoming someone you've never been before. And I can attest to this because I'm living it right now. So I mentioned in episode four last week that there was a kayaking trip when we went to Las Vegas. And I've never kayaked before in my life. So let me just tell you how this came about. (laughs) So this was all my idea. Um, Every time my husband and I take one of these business trips, we get to go to a different city, which is such a cool opportunity to get to do something specific to that city. So we try to find like some type of outdoor activity or even just like something that's kind of touristy sometimes can be really fun. Like when we went to New Orleans a couple years ago, we, um, what did we do? We went on the Natchez Riverboat and had dinner, and that was super fun. Um, and we, like, got to ride around on the river, and it was just a really fun time. We got pictures made, and it was something interesting because we had never done it before, and so to do it in New Orleans was really fun. Plus, we um, actually took the Amtrak from Birmingham to New Orleans and back, and that was, like, Y'all, the train is so fun. I want to go do that again, like, this year just because, like, maybe a weekend trip or something. But anyway, we always try to set a goal to do something city-specific whenever we travel to a new city. Um, Like, in Orlando, we rented motorcycle. I I was about to say motorcycles. I did not ride my own motorcycle. I cannot do that. (laughs) Um, I'm happy to be the passenger. Thank you very much. I get to sit in the back seat and take pictures and look at the scenery, and it's awesome. But we rented a motorcycle and rode to the Kennedy Space Center, and that was really, really cool. Um, We also rented a motorcycle one of our former trips in Las Vegas because this was our third trip. This, This past couple weeks ago was our third trip. And we rented a motorcycle one year and rode through um, the Valley of Fire State Park, which was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, The red rocks and the mountains and just like the solitude was just, it was like another experience altogether. It was amazing. 
so this year we were like, oh, we don't really want to do the motorcycle thing again. It was really fun, but let's do something we haven't done before. So I did some research and I found um, it's a, like a kayak and stand-up paddling touring company. It's these two guys that um, lead all these tours and one of the tours is this 12-hour, not 12-hour, it's like a 12-mile um, full-day tour from the Hoover Dam to, um, what was it, Black River Canyon. And then there's like a shorter part, a shorter tour that's just Black River Canyon and um, a tour of Emerald Cave, which was gorgeous, and it's a four-mile trip. So that's the one that we did since, you know, with me being like ultimate beginner, never kayaked before, which I didn't even realize I had never kayaked before, and I'm going to tell you that part, too, because it's, like, kind of hilarious. So, that's the one we chose. I booked it. I chose it. It was, I just thought it sounded really fun, so that's what we decided to do. So, we're on the way to the actual tour. Um, we're in the, we're in the tour van, the shuttle. The guy had come and picked us up, and he's just, like, asking us general questions, and we're just having a conversation, because it's about a one-hour ride to the site where we would push off in the boats into the river. So, we're just chatting, and he's like, so have you guys ever kayaked before? And my husband goes, well, I've kayaked before, but she has never kayaked before. And I was like, excuse me, yes, I have. And he says, what? What are you talking about? When have you kayaked before? And I said, we've kayaked together before, just like in disbelief that he couldn't remember this. I was like, we just kayaked together like a couple years ago at the state park near our house. I was like, well, what are you talking about? Yes, I have. Don't, I'm thinking, don't make me sound like a complete newbie in front of this like expert from Hungary that was like in national championships for kayaking. I was like, I don't want to sound like I'm a doofus in front of this guy. And he's like, no, you haven't. What are you talking about? I was like, when we went to the state park, and he's like, that was a canoe that we rented, and I'm like, oh my god, so I'm sorry, it was a boat with a paddle, what's the difference, <laughs> just let me have this, why do you have to call me out on my crap right now, <laughs> oh my god, so I was just like, okay, fine, whatever, <laughs> I've never kayaked before, okay, so that was just kind of like, I don't know. I was like, God, you can't even let me have this in front of this person that's like a complete expert in kayaking. Whatever. That's fine. So we get out there in the river and it's really cold and overcast. And actually not long after we left Vegas, they had like record snowfall in the city. It was like three inches or something crazy that they haven't had. They haven't had snow in Las Vegas in the desert for like 10 years or something. So it was pretty cold, unseasonably cold while we were there. But it was so beautiful, and the river was so quiet and calm and just very um, soothing and very, um, made me very reflective. <laughs> so, but even so, I was still pretty uncomfortable trying to keep up with the two of those guys. The, the tour leader slash company owner, who is like literally a Hungarian like national champion or something in kayaking, and then Will, my husband who grew up doing all these outdoor sports and stuff, and I did not. So he's had, like, a whole lifetime of experience of, like, casual kayaking, nothing competitive or anything like that. So here I am, like, trying to keep up. I'm, like, watching their strokes, trying to keep up with their strokes. And I'm, I'm going, my paddle's going into the water at the same time on each side, and I cannot figure out why 
I can't keep up with these guys. I still don't understand how that worked, but apparently I did a really good job for a beginner. I don't know. I've never been around any other beginner kayakers, apparently, because I'm just, like, surrounded with experts and everything, so I'm the only one new at everything, it feels like, sometimes. <laughs> but it was so fun, and, like, at the last minute, when we got to the pushing-off point in the river, he had brought, like, the the tour guide had brought, um, a, like, a variety of kayaks, and so there was a kayak there that was, like, a double occupancy, where I could have sat in the back, and Will and I could have paddled together. And that would have gotten me off the hook of having to be uncomfortable being new at something. And I was so tempted to do that. But I was like, no, I still want my own boat. That's what I booked. That's what I want. That's what I'm going to stick with. And I'm so glad that I did because that experience, um, it's one of the, I mean, yeah, it is one of those things where it's like, oh, you have to be there. But you can really understand it if you've ever tried anything you were just scared shitless to try and then you did it anyway and you show yourself that you can do it and you're just like oh my god this is so amazing and you're just you're glad that you bet on yourself you're glad that you showed up for yourself you're glad that you didn't let your discomfort stop you from doing anything and that's another important thing that I wanted to mention today is that discomfort in and of itself isn't the point. Like, I'm not talking about give yourself the equivalent of, like, an emotional wedgie where you're just, like, uncomfortable all the time and there's nothing you can do about it and it serves no purpose. Discomfort should serve a purpose. There should be an outcome that you're going through the discomfort to achieve. So, I was uncomfortable showing how new I was and, well, how inexperienced, completely inexperienced I was at kayaking to be able to kayak the frickin' Colorado River. Like, when am I ever going to get that chance again? I live in Alabama, and I've never kayaked. So to go from zero experience to we get to kayak on the river with this expert guide with my husband, and, yeah, it was cold, but there was that meant there was no one else on the tour, so we basically got the tour guide to ourselves, and we were just, like, paddling all over the river together and learning about all the history and... It just, it's like an irreplaceable experience that I could have easily missed out on had I been in the same mindset that I was before coming the version of myself that I am now. And it can be really scary to be in true discomfort like that, especially if it's been a while. Um, it can be a real struggle to wrap your mind around being present with that discomfort instead of escaping it by any means that you possibly can. Um, I could have tried to escape it by, at the last minute, I could have easily changed my mind and gotten in the double occupancy kayak. Nobody would have cared. Nobody would have judged me. They probably wouldn't even, give, even have given it a second thought, but it would have bothered me. I would have known. That night after we got, got back to the hotel and, like, got into some dry clothes and got warmed up and rested, I would have been disappointed that I didn't take the chance and push myself to see what I'm capable of. And I'm really glad I did that because now I have that experience and that memory for the rest of my life. And I'm just really glad that that was something I was willing to take a risk on and willing to trust myself that I could just figure it out. And so in the vein of talking a little bit more about purposeful discomfort and not giving yourself the 
equivalent of the emotional wedgie where you're just uncomfortable for no good reason. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what can be done about discomfort because it's very simple. You feel it. <laughs> and it cannot be overstated that the only way to manage discomfort is by going through it and not avoiding it. It isn't easy, but it is so rewarding when you discover the reason behind the reason behind the reason for your discomfort because our brain likes to hide those things from us in a really hard to reach place. So for myself, I've done all the thought work and I've continue to do the thought work of my reasons behind my reasons behind my reasons. And I know that for me, it just makes me feel, I think it's a place of vulnerability um, that's something, that's a word that's been coming up a lot in a lot of the podcasts I listen to and the books that I read. And I think when I hear the word vulnerability, it like touches a nerve for me. And I think that's what the, um, the weirdness I feel when people are watching me struggle to learn something like with the kayaking I felt like I was having a really hard time and I was like oh my god these people are watching me these people that know exactly how to do this already and they think I suck and this is so uncomfortable and I don't like this I don't like being watched I just want to figure it out on my own and that requires you to be vulnerable in front of people and that is uncomfortable and it's like you have to embrace something that makes you feel like you just want to run the other way. I was like, everyone stop looking at me. Just let like, because I would get so far behind them in the kayaks. Okay. That, I mean, I could still see them. It wasn't that bad, but like they would stop paddling and both turn around and look at me to make sure I was still there. And I'm like, Oh my God, if y'all turn around and stare at me one more time while I'm trying to struggle through this, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But at the same time, I could tell that the version of myself from even just a couple years ago, if she had been put in that situation, she probably would have cried. Like, it would have stressed her out so bad and just made her feel like such a, so incompetent that she would have been stressed to the max and been like, oh my God, these people are watching me struggle and it's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever felt. I hate it. I feel judged. All these thoughts that you have that you attach to the experience and, like, what you're making it mean. Like, my husband and the tour guide were not judging me. They were not thinking anything bad about me. That was all my perception. That was not in reality. That was in my brain. And so now you may have noticed the silver lining here is that the discomfort is 99.99999% caused by thoughts that we are having. And that's a good thing because that means there's ways we can manage our thoughts while we dig into and dig through our discomfort. So if you can identify it first, if you can recall times in the past when you felt discomfort and realized that's what you're feeling again, it really, really is effective. If it feels something like, mm, nope, I don't like this. How do I make it stop? That's what discomfort feels like. And it can feel pretty intense when you're right in the middle of it, but it isn't life or death. Me being several yards behind my husband and the tour guide in the kayak, it was not life or death. I survived it. You'll survive it. And you'll learn something amazing about yourself in the process.
The second thing you can do after identifying that, okay, hey, I'm feeling discomfort right now, is number two, give yourself permission to be uncomfortable. A lot of times when we feel discomfort, we think it's that we've done something wrong and discomfort is like the result. It's our punishment. So we need to change what we're doing. We need to stop. Just stop. Make it go away. I feel uncomfortable. This must be wrong. No. Who said life needed to feel good all the time in order to live a good human existence? It's impossible to feel good all the time. And only when I learned to allow myself to feel uncomfortable without judgment was I able to find the lessons to be learned from discomfort. Like when I chose to get in my own boat anyway. Hell yeah. And number three that's been a helpful tool for me to get through discomfort is to journal. Because discomfort is an all inner conflict. It's all caused by thoughts in our brains. It's not in our outward world. It's not in reality. And so in order to sort out those thoughts from the conflict, I have to know exactly what they are. And journaling helps me get to the root of what I'm thinking and where my uncomfortable thoughts are coming from. So what's going to help is number one, identify that you're in discomfort. Number two, allow yourself to feel the discomfort, okay? It's important. Number three, analyze the thoughts behind the discomfort, whether through journaling or what have you. And number four, give the discomfort purpose. Let it teach you. Don't go through life with an emotional wedgie from purposeless discomfort, okay? As always, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time.